four-year-old puke. The plague. Disillusionment. And I would write 500 words and you would would write 500 more just to be the girls who wrote a thousand words and fell down at your door. Da-da-da-da! Sitting on the bench, writing's really hard. We need another snack, and that is just a fact. Oh, hi, this is Shauna, and this is Trisha, and this is Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. We are right on the bench. We puke on the bench. <laughs> no, we don't. Don't be puking on that bench. <laughs> we snack on the bench. We're and not puking. <laughs> most of all, we procrastinate <laughs> on the bench, which is like, <sighs> you guys, we have been to hell and back. Yes. We stayed in hell for a while. <laughs> Trisha was there for weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's no. called the plague of sickness. It is. It's called the petri dish of a four-year-old. Like they're uh, they're just disgusting. But I got super sick first. First, and I don't know who I got sick from. It could be any number of people or places I've been. I was sick for like a week, and I had to go to a conference in the middle of you it. Had a sinus infection, and then I got a sinus infection in my yeah. head, and I had like an ear infection, yeah. and then I just like couldn't like lay down or move or do anything. And then I got that cold, and then you got that. So, I don't know if you got it from me because it was. I it didn't was like have a an while. infection though, so oh. I just had a like a, a really bad runny nose and like headache and pounding and just like you know. But all did the it go slaughter. away? You, yeah. You, did you didn't have to take a Z pack? I took the Z pack just in case. Oh, so maybe that's why it went away though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she said I didn't have a sinus. The urgent care said I didn't have a sinus infection, so I was like, "They're all, but take this anyway." They were, and I said, "We're handing out I'm like, antibiotics like candy." I was like, "I'll take whatever you tell me to take." <laughs> and so, so, quick side note: antibiotics. It's like so bad for us to take them all the time. I and know. like, I used to work with scientists fundraising side story but <laughs> one said to me once she studied like antibiotics and like i don't know what she studied something but she said the scariest thing she's like well it's going to be really challenging when we're in a post-antibiotic world when we're immune to them and i was like but it sounded like you know it was apocalyptic. it sounded apocalyptic it sounded yeah. like some scary thing where there's like people like coming in with like those big outfits where they're like Hazmat covered suits. yeah, yeah. Like, covered like from head to toe and like everybody can just like like no antibiotic works because we've taken all of them like we've all just Too been much. like eating z packs like yeah. for breakfast i haven't had one in a long 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 time like i was on antibiotics so. for like six months because of that stomach thing i had that's right so i have like you know i probably am gonna die first, first. yeah okay for sure. well okay. i'll prepare for that yeah i mean <laughs> we gotta plan out my funeral and stuff so that you can like just make sure it's exactly the way i want it to be don't make me laugh Okay. Okay. So then Trisha, t- so then Trisha had to like my son up me and get like even more sick well, like three times. First, no, I didn't. It was one time. <laughs> no, well, first you had the cold. Yeah, I did. Okay. And then my son had the flu, or not the flu. Sorry, a stomach virus. I thought the flu was the stomach. No. Virus. Okay. So you. So my husband is Listen, really particular everybody, about this. Let's. This is a health. This is 
Oh, safety warning. Wait, absolutely. we forgot. Well, we, we'll do the quote after we talk about the okay, music. After the health safety warning for the We have to season. do this because this is why we've missed two weeks of episodes, everybody, yeah. okay? Yeah, we're sorry. Trisha <laughs> was like, you needed a hazmat suit to come into this house. Sorry, yeah. four-year-old, go. Okay, so my husband has two pet peeves. One of them is when people in California say, ooh, it's earthquake weather because there's no such thing. Because people get like creeped out, like, "Oh, we're gonna have an earthquake if the weather's weird." And like, when it's that's like actually strangely, not true. When it's like strangely like hot and like quiet, and you're like, "Something's gonna happen." But like nothing does. It's like foreshadowing. Yeah. Anyways, hates that. He it's also hates it when people call puking the flu. Apparently, I found out, and I was like super sick and had like a hundred and two fever, and I'm like laying there, and he had to tell me the difference between the flu and the stomach <laughs> virus, and I was just like, "Get the fuck out of here." So anyways, I'm like, I didn't know you cared. Go away. He's all so. So this isn't actually the flu. Yes, that's You're what he like, said. What are you, a doctor? I was like, I don't care what you want to call it. You're all, I'm really sick. <laughs> yeah. So my 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 little boy is four years old. He he woke up at three in the morning on like Wednesday and puked all over me. Just everywhere. Apparently had a lot of watermelon that day. I don't oh, know. Oh, this is okay. so gross. I'll, Everybody I'll cut that out. is groaning and freaking out right now, <laughs> and like doesn't so want to like, know about four year old. Oh puke. fuck! Like we've got a stomach virus because the flu apparently is a really bad respiratory <laughs> situation. The like actual flu you get vaccinated for is like a runny nose respiratory situation, not a stomach puking situation. Okay, but everybody calls it that. I don't know, except my husband. So, anyways, um, but a couple days went by. My son got over it in like twelve hours. He never even had a fever. It was just like one and done. It was like cool bath, back to bed, one big puke, stayed and it's home, all good. Yeah, and then the next day he's like, you know, dancing around the living room. I'm watching TV, and I'm just like, okay. And I, we're all like exhausted from being up all night. But so, anyways, goes by, goes by, goes by. It's Friday. Saturday morning and I'm yeah like, we were like we're gonna meet and like do whatever right yeah we were supposed were to we? have Kelly from boobies and newbies oh over. yeah we were supposed to have a guest and, and everything uh, I was worried about the bug because Logan went back to school Friday and and then I was just a little bit worried like is it gonna go through our family and so I I was like maybe we should hold off and like do it remotely because the sickness seems to have been here for two weeks right yeah, yeah. and um, we just all gotten over the cold and you. And so then you Saturday morning, me. I wake up at four in the morning and I'm puking. And then it just Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I mean, it knocked me out completely. No, I know. Because you were like texting me and I'm like, are you? I was you dying. Go to the hospital. Thought I was going to die. Mom, do you want me to bring you some Gatorade? I know. I'm like, no. And put it on your doorstep because I'm not coming in your house. Don't even come to the doorstep at that point. Like, don't come near us. I'm all those germs like. It's like being pushed out of your like you know windows or something. Well, and then of course my husband got it on like Wednesday. Thank God, at least he didn't get it. Knock on wood. So then I had the house cleaned on Friday. <laughs> I was like, demon be gone. And so then, like it was like yeah. I like posted some stuff on like it went Instagram. through our whole family. It was like, like Mercutio was like a plague on both your houses because like everybody was sick. Yeah, it was just like and your disgusting. son had been sick like t- the week before you got sick. He's been sick for like a month. He keeps getting sick, like, and I'm like maybe because you don't wash your hands. Um, oh, because boys don't. I'm sorry. My son does, and Super? he tells you've heard him tell me he'll be well, like, mom. I peed and I washed my hands. Oh, and he's I'm like, a superstar. Good boy. When he's no, four- obviously when he's, he's fourteen, disgusting. he won't. 
He won't. He won't wash anything, and then he'll just like touch things, and you're like, "That's I'm why sure. you're sick all the time." I'm pretty sure the origin of the sickness was <clears throat> my son, so I'm just being snarky. Well, I mean, you know. <sighs> He's toddlers. A little, he's a little. Drunk I just factory. need older, older kids. Is what I keep thinking. No, and because I, I get yours sick from I'm them. Like, nope. I get sick from them too. You know. Oh, I also went to the pediatrician on Tuesday the week before I got the flu with my son for like an ear test thing. Nope. And I volunteered at the school twice that week. Ew. The elementary school I taught our on Friday, and I ended up getting sick Saturday. Gross. So I feel like because I was exposed to. <laughs> The preschool, Sorry. the elementary school, and the pediatrician. I basically was in the petri dish with all of them, and I'm using my hands. Really, she's using a lot. her hands and like hitting things. Sorry. It's okay, Trisha. I'm very excited, but I'm I'm all better now, except for my face looks disgusting because I get fever blisters on my lips. Well, and, and then yesterday we were gonna meet, and you're like, I have a migraine. I'm gonna die. I was like, Oh my god, Trisha. I was like, Do you go to the hospital and just check yourself in? It's <laughs> like. You get like a pass or something. You're all. I just need to be here for like a day it's and just like stress because in some sort of like room that's like you know has like that's like enclosed where you can't like touch people. I, I missed like a day and a half of work and then it was like Armageddon at work for <sighs> the last four days and just stuff going on and it's like that time of year where there's layoffs and changes and organizational changes and all this shit happening. So I was just like. Also, I had a gala. Stressed. You had a gala, which is like. <laughs> I've had a gala. I was stressed for you too. Like every year for like I'm not kidding the last All your twenty whole years. Life, yeah. Like I mean, it's Shana been... has so many little black dresses, and it's like <laughs> it sounds cute, but it's not. Like I'm like working in my organization in two different regions because I'm like trying. So she anyway. like has two jobs. So right I have now. two jobs right now, and then I, so for the new place, I'm like oh, I have to go again. They're like, oh, that sounds fun. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not fun at all. <laughs> And the honoree was like my donor, so I had to be like all over it. And I was just like, when I was getting ready to go, I was just like, I, I don't want to do this. Like, I was Aww. just so tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nothing bad was going on. I just was so exhausted. Then I got there and I like, slapped so much makeup on and like got my hair done so I would look like fine. And then I like got through you the whole thing. You look pretty good. I saw a picture at the yes. end of the event and you guys all look great. So. Thank you. Yeah. You covered up your scabby knees. Oh, and I fell. Got tight? Yeah. Oh, my God. In the middle of all... You guys, like, seriously, there was a plague or, like, a curse or somebody <laughs> has, like, a, um, like, a voodoo doll. And they're, like, they're at the curb and they're just all throwing the doll they on the ground. They just threw, like, and then Trisha's just, like, you know... They're, like, they, like poking like, me in the head and yeah. the stomach. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So I fell super hard on a curb... My foot got caught in my pants, which sounds silly, but that's exactly what it happened. Makes sense, though. I was going to pick my daughter up, and I tripped on, onto the curb, like onto the sidewalk, and I fell so hard on my knees. I have like huge scabs. bruises and scabs on both of my knees, but I wore tights. So it was fine; like nobody saw it. Yeah, I saw that in the picture. I like zoomed in. I'm like, how did she hide it? Was it boots, tights, <laughs> tights? So that's it, everybody. That's why we haven't had a podcast for two weeks. Yeah, we almost died, but we're back. And we almost like didn't maybe do it again because last night I was like, just forget it. We're never going to be better. <laughs> I know. And I was like so tired, too. I was just like, sorry. Sean, it's it's like, like I'm screaming. I'm like, going. I'm Debbie Doubter about this. Oh, I don't care about anything. energy. And I'm like, it's Sunshine Summit Week. Celebrate connections. Like, Aww. by the way, it's Hello. the Sunshine Summit Week. If you haven't heard of that look in our show notes for the link um 
We're going to be on it. We will. It's uh, later. Sunshine and Power Cuts podcast oh. with Heather. Um, she does a week of live streams from the 9th to the 16th. Um, or maybe it's the 10th to the 17th because New Zealand's like a day ahead. I get very confused yeah, with the I'm whole like, time I zone thing. I can't talk about the time But anyways, zone. Heather makes it work. And you can go to sunshineandpowercuts.com and look at the live streams that happened yesterday on the first day that it launched, which... It's Saturday. Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so confused. We can't we can't Anyways. even do 24 hour time, you guys. So this is like really, really hard. <laughs> so Saturday the 16th, all I know is that at 1:30 p.m. Pacific time. Okay. Okay, California We're going to be time, on it. Yeah, which is 4:30 Eastern time. No. Yeah. Yes. And oh. then it's like three days later I don't in know New what, Zealand. It's like Wednesday in New Zealand. This is in New Zealand. By the way, just listen to her podcast to listen to her voice because it's I like very soothing. I said that. on. She said she would. I, I asked if she would come and, and read me like bedtime stories <laughs> in her accent. because And she said we could come stay in New Zealand. So we have a place to go. So. Okay, good. Because I was like. Off the grid. We're going to bring go. wine and not shower. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. That sounds great. Can we go right now? Because I don't want to do all the stuff I have but to do. Next best thing to being with Heather is going to be on the live stream. So join us there. Uh, it's so cool. It's so like international. It is. And actually, International Podcast Day last year, Heather was fe- a featured podcaster. What? Um, yeah. When we won our podcast award, <gasps> which, by the way, we just got the trophy for. We have the award and it's fancy. <laughs> And we haven't talked about it in a while. It was it's the see-through. People's Choice Podcast Awards 2018 for comedy. Yes, it says and, Podcast uh, Award Comedy because we're really <laughs> funny. And we, um, when they announced it, they were like, the winner is Two Girls on a Beach. And it was quite hilarious. And we were like, oh. And then we were like, oh. oh. <laughs> so <laughs> that, did we win? The actual sure. like, uh, <laughs> voting for that happens again this year. So we'll let you know when we need you know, votes to be, maybe we should go for something different this year, like historical podcaster. Or like, I don't know, what else do they have? I don't know. Like journalistic, we'll just like start yeah. anything. Yeah, uh, creativity. Oh, oh just kidding. <laughs> creativity. I'm just kidding, I have no you, idea. You looked all like weird when you said that. I was like, okay. I know. Listen, I have a quote. Oh, okay, do the quote. Okay, so here's the quote. Writing is the only thing that when I do it, I don't feel like I should be doing something else. Gloria Steinem. Oh, I like that. Gloria Steinem. And she had shit to do. She had a lot of shit. She <laughs> did a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's national. I mean, it's not national. International. It's, it's Women's History Month. Yes. And it Women's, was just the international. Her story. Wasn't it just International Women's Day? Yeah, it was International like Women's days, Day on ago. Friday because yeah. it was the same day as my gala. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Gotta throw that gala in there. Well, no, because somebody said mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh, it is. Oh, what?" And I was no. just like, kept moving. But um, yeah, Gloria Steinem, total badass. Yeah, she's written a lot of stuff. I think she started out as a journalist. I'm probably like making up shit about her right now, so it's okay. But Trust she's nothing. Shauna says but- she's a big deal. If you don't know who Gloria Steinem is, shame on you. And if you do, good for you. <laughs> if you don't, go look her up and. Women's Her Story Month is right now, too. Yeah. So we'll tell our stories this month. No, I'm kidding. We always tell our stories every month. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I didn't prepare for that at all. Well, it's just a story? thing. I don't know. <laughs> We're women. Yay. Woo. 
that half the population. I saw something somewhere. It was like, we celebrate diversity, Women's History Month. And I was like, it's not really diversity. I mean, like, half the population are women. Like, it's, right? not, it's not like, oh, it's like a portion. It's like, we are actually, like, a, we're the other half. Like, I don't know what they're trying to, like, say with that. But that's what people... That's what it's been called, though, is that, like having diversity includes having like women in the mix. You know what I mean? So I was having this that's how antiquated things still are in some cases. Yeah. I was like, why is that diversity? Or just like half. I well, don't know. Why? Anyway. Why? Let's talk about salaries. Let's just, just get kidding. down to it. You know what? We were like big, like national organization for women. Like we were like out there like fighting. We on still the front are. Lines. Just, now we have children. So it's a little different, but. Yeah, we took all our kids on the women's march. I mean, we we represented. We did it. <laughs> now I just tell like teenage boys to respect girls, and I'm like, you need to do that. And one day a woman's going to be hiring you. Yeah, and you need to like. I shut love up. that you said that to them. That was perfect. Yeah, I, I give lectures sometimes in my home or in so your if car when you're wants to join. Driving them around. <laughs> Maybe we should just put a recorder on you and, at all times. Yes, and just be like mom lectures on the bench. <laughs> How Shauna talks Shauna to her teenagers. speaks feminism. <laughs> to teens. Speaks the truth. <laughs> it is kind of Teen like... Teen talk femi. Uh, I was trying to think of a name. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even hashtag it. You guys, we have been... First of all, we haven't seen each other in a long time. It's been like a couple we've of weeks. Been yeah. Sick, so. yeah, I lost like five pounds. Can you tell? It's <laughs> a bad diet. I'm so sorry. It's so sad. Oh, I've just been like goodness. eating a lot of stuff weird late at night because I like I'm so tired, but I'm like that tired where you can't even sleep because you're so tired. And so like I've been that. That's one of the problems uh, that happened when I was sick. I couldn't sleep like it was like my do you know if they call it like the zaps when you're having like withdrawals from something like jumping legs or like oh. the energy you feel the energy going through your body and you can't get comfortable at all. Like you have to keep like. I get. I've gotten that. Oh, like I no. Leg. I get that too. You now. Have to like shake your body and like change position and like nothing feels good. Like you sit up and you're frustrated because there's no sleep in your sleep. You're like yeah, yeah. the whole time for sure. I had that for like three nights and one night I took Nyquil and Advil PM. <laughs> and yeah, I was well, like, it's kind of like how like last night I'm I was like, like I'm, I'm gonna like, sleep. I took Unisom. And then I was like, because I was like, Trisha, we have to meet early. We have to get everything done because I have so much to do. And then it was like. And I'm like, and it's daylight savings time, you know? And I was, like, freaking out over text on her. And she was like, okay, what, let's just do it then. And then I was like, I woke up late this morning. I was like, oh. I She's off an hour late. <laughs> I was, like, I was like trying to say come later. And then I'm like, oh, screw it. Just come when we said. And then you're like, I, I just, just woke up. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because I knocked myself out with the Unisom. Yep. And I took a couple of, like, I always take these, like, herbs. But then, like, to sleep, you know, they're, like, you know, some Melatonin sort of, or. It's not melatonin. It's valerian. Like, yeah, it's, like, a valerian. mix that has a bunch of, like, things in it. It's, like, natural. But then yeah. I end up taking, like, a bunch of other shit. And I'm like, well, that didn't, because that doesn't work. But I still take that. <laughs> yeah, just in case. <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm like. And now and then I like panic. I'm like, I have to take two Unisom. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, but okay, you guys, we're sorry. We're like rambling. We're on the side bench rambling right now. on a river. Okay, I'm gonna talk <laughs> about my next thing after with during snack bug. Okay, let's have a snack. We have a snack. 
that snack book. Okay. So for this snack today, <laughs> I brought Toblerone. <laughs> Which is so weird. I know. Because we were talking about it one day and how like, it's always in the hotel room and it costs like a hundred dollars and <laughs> like in the mini fridge every time i talk about or it it costs snack more bar thing or whatever <laughs> yeah hundred dollars so, a million lira <laughs> so now i bought it and it i don't okay break the triangles off so it's a swiss milk chocolate with honey and almond nougat this is from switzerland that's very international i'm gonna take a for a second, I thought Shauna bought it because it was Irish. Because I'm like, oh, St. Patrick's Day is coming next weekend. Oh. Is it Irish? And she's like, there's like a picture of the Swiss Alps like on the box. <laughs> and then it says above the Toblerone, it says Swiss milk chocolate. And I'm like, of Switzerland on the box. So it's not Irish, guys. So it's just like chocolate. I don't know if Ireland has any specialty chocolates. I have no idea. Someone tell us. Anyways. Someone send us Irish chocolate. So, <laughs> it's good, actually. And it tastes, it's almost like a... It's just like crispy. That's what I was just going to say, like a, what's it called? Crunch bar. <laughs> a Rice crispy bar or whatever. But, you know, crunch, that candy bar crunch. But the chocolate is much better. It's a good chocolate. It's Swiss chocolate. It tastes like lint. So Chocolate. now we know what we've been missing L-I-N-T-T. all these years in the hotel room when there's a Toblerone and we don't buy it. There's a Toblerone in my hotel room. I'm going to spend $500 on it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be a mini Toblerone, like so, a little tiny cute one. I just put a huge piece in my mouth. Shauna, tell me. <laughs> She's Shauna spitting all over herself. <laughs> it is delicious. So, yeah, that's yummy. Good stuff. Good times. I can't talk for a while. I'm still nope. chewing. So when I was sick and feverish, I couldn't sleep because I was all shaky and weird. So I I got my laptop and I started just rewatching that show, The OA, on Netflix. There's a new season. You showed me. I know. You I sent, sent you me the thing. thing. I rewatched the whole season from like Saturday afternoon into like so now you're ready the for the new on one. Sunday. I'm like so prepared, but I also was watching it to research, sort of like afterlife theories and i kind of forgot some little things in it oh and when you rewatch it oa it's kind of like a o or oa oa is what it's called things stands for original angel but it's like hinted at that in the show oh the original angel i think i need to watch it again because yeah you do i like remember a lot but not the whole thing it's so bizarre and so image based and so like there's so many beautiful scenes when she like is basically dying and coming back again. Yeah. Um, kind of like Flatliners. If you guys haven't watched it, there's a situation in the show. I don't want to ruin it. Go watch it because it's super worth the journey. Yeah. Even though it's really, really weird. And you will it's totally really weird, not get what's happening. But the story, the, the, the bad guy in the story is so intriguing. Yeah. And, and the there's, sinister there's aspect like of it. There's like two different groups of like, it's almost like two different casts in a way. It is. there's like one group. And in then the current time and then the past time. Yeah. And then the, and it's all these cool, like the group that she's with in the current time is so interesting. It's it that is. lady from the office. Yeah. And like, there's all these yeah. like random like actors. Phillip, I mean, Phyllis Allen, I think. No, Phyllis something. She was like the voice of sadness and 
Inside Out, and she's so good. I in love this. her. And there's modern dance in this, which is so weird. But they had to actually train, and they use choreographers to do all of that dancing and movement. That shows rock and it. and it's um the chick that made it. She even said like uh, the main character, her name's Bree. No, I can't think of her name. Anyways, whatever. You should watch it. It's really good, everybody. There's a new season coming also. She said when they first did like <clears throat> the, the dancing parts in the show, she was like, is this going to work? Because <laughs> it was all quiet. And people were just doing weird movements. And like then when they watched it back, they were like, oh, thank God it works. It's so cool. Well, we yeah. like it because we <laughs> love that shit. Yeah. So it was like for true. us, it was like. But it's good. If you're into sort of a sci-fi fantasy afterlife yeah, I mean it's very science. it's very different. There's some science in it, kind of. Yeah. I mean, like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah. it's it's very different, but yeah, it's it's a good show. But anyways, I just like feverishly watched that whole thing again, and I was like, literally, you had a fever. I did, I did. So then I'm texting Trisha late one night, and I'm like, we're watching the Michael Jackson documentary. So then I started to watch that too, which is which called was a Leaving Neverland. Is it called Leaving Neverland? Yeah. So we were watching it and freaking out. And then you were like, is it just like, you know, weird? And I'm like, no, you have to watch it. It's like the most disturbing thing you'll ever see. And then you were like texting me and you're like, probably feverishly not sleeping still. And then you watched it. I stayed up like way late because I couldn't sleep. So I just kept watching. It's a bad thing to watch. Unbelievable. Like when you're sad or can't sleep. Or if you have children or no okay, children. Okay, so here's the deal. Or you've ever been a child. Here's the deal, everybody. <laughs> or if you grew up in the 80s. <laughs> everybody that we used to like sucks now. So like <laughs> freaking Bill Cosby was like our childhood like dad, dad on TV. Yeah. He's a fucking asshole. Yep. Michael Jackson, who I feel like we all were part of the grooming thing because, like, we all wanted to believe. I think that, I he, wasn't, that he wasn't guilty because it's in Santa Barbara, his Neverland Ranch, which is near here, so to speak. I mean, nearer than yeah. other states. And so I remember when those allegations were coming out, and it was all like, and I specifically remember that the boys came in and said no. Yeah, you know. And then and you find out why that whole grooming thing oh. is freaking me the fuck out. And yeah. So like the so then the Michael Jackson gone like I loved him my whole life I even defended him like I guess like everybody yep. did which is so weird it's like we're all part of it because yeah. we all were like he just had a really bad childhood and he was just fucked up and he just wanted and to he was it. hurting himself so obviously with the plastic surgeries yeah. and the facial reconstruction he was like the saddest person to it sort was like of a watch sad clown like yeah going down his face was like yeah, melting, was like off. melting off and like she felt you almost felt empathetic for him like look at him he can't even love himself he keeps changing his appearance yeah no he's a total wreck but he's oh by the way he also. is a full-on fucking pedophile yeah and like and now i can't like him anymore. what i learned the most from that documentary which i think is so important is that if someone's going to be groomed or hurt by someone who is a pedophile, they know you. And that's the thing I think that scared me the most mm. with my children. I was like, if somebody's going to take advantage of children, yeah, they're going to take advantage of the whole family. You're going to trust them. Mm. You're going to love them. You, you might still love them. Yeah. But, you know, from the child's yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. You think it's... Um, Did you watch Abducted in Plain Sight? No, I haven't watched that. Oh. Watch that one too. Just gorge watching, yourself like, on all this shit and just feel terrible about humanity. He had like solar flares and how they will 
kill us all eventually, like on the other day or something. I don't know. It's not called that, but <laughs> I walked through the room and it was just like, and everything will be wiped out. And I was just like, the end. <laughs> so you guys, like, all I have to say wah, wah. is that everybody that I used to like sucks. Kevin Spacey is a total fucking oh, like pedophile shithead too. Yeah. And who else? Like every it's like the fall of Harvey Weinstein who like produced Oh, I mean, John I, Lasseter, who produced like every single Disney movie like ever. Like, Harvey Weinstein, I think we all knew he was an asshole. Yeah, though. I mean that. Did, well, like, John Lasseter, I didn't know he was an, uh, a a jerk. Like he he produced everything. My kids. What did watched. he do? I don't remember. He's a producer. I've lost for, like, track because they're all assholes. Cars, no, what did he do? Like, oh, bad. what did he do? Oh, he he would like take was, advantage of of women in the office, like touching and making advances unwanted advances and stuff like that Asshole. using his position power. of power yeah so also the whole time you're watching that michael jackson thing they keep showing matt lauer <laughs> and i'm like and i'm all oh matt lauer he's like oh allegations against michael jackson and i'm like he's all let me go lock women in my office and assault him I'm like, i know I'm right like, dude everybody just <laughs> fucking sucks that's it's right. It's just so weird, though. I, it's like any oh, any man. snapshot from that time period, and I'm like, I can't, I can't even like I can't even reminisce nope. about anything anymore. No, well, and it's, it's a so bummer, it, guys. It's okay? really shitty. Like my son loves dancing, and like we've shown him like Thriller or not Thriller because it's kind of scary, but like some of the Michael Jackson videos because he loves watching like like we'll watch like tap dancing or we'll watch whatever, and he'll. Or so you think you can dance or whatever, and he like dances around the room. So that guy, you know, he's a um one of the choreographers from So I You know. Think You Can Dance. Yeah, yeah that one of the he, that guy's an amazing dancer. He's incredible. He's like so cool. I can't think of his name right now. I'm Sorry, so we're bad. going we're going back and forth. Between Anyways, reality and sadness. I know. Um, or but, I guess reality but I'm is like, sadness. Can I not ever show him that anymore? Like, do I? How you know what I mean? Like as as a grown person who grew up with these people with posters of them on their oh wall. my god, I had a button. Me too. I had a book. It was like one of those like cool like coffee table books. It had like a bunch of pictures of Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. and and I had it. I put it in a special box. Yeah, because I, I didn't want it to get like ruined. Yeah, yeah. I, I had mean, the like, poster that was like him in the yellow suit. Yeah, that or... was like when he was like really cute. That was when he was young before yeah. he started messing with That's his face. When we used to like record his music off the radio onto a cassette uh... tape. <laughs> I'm so sad. Right it was now, when Beat guys. It came out, I think. But, anyways, yeah. So, I, I don't know. It, it really like begs. I saw like American Beauty is available on something, and I was like, I don't think I can watch that now. Like, I don't think I can enjoy Kevin Spacey's watching makeup Kevin is really Spacey. bad in that movie. Have you watched it recently? No. I mean, I haven't <laughs> seen it recently, but like, I for some reason I like saw like a piece of it on TV or something one day, like a couple years ago. And his makeup is really bad in that movie. Like, it's really noticeable. I which didn't even so... remember him wearing makeup in that well, movie. Well, you shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, because when you're acting, everyone always has full makeup on. Right, right. But, like, you can see Maybe his it was an issue with, like, HD versus, like, movie. I don't into know, that but world. it's, like, so bad. Weird. Yeah, just go, like, look it up just to see that. Uh. Everybody, just go look up Kevin Spacey's bad makeup <laughs> in American Beauty and then just be like, fuck you, Kevin Spacey, and all your shit. Okay, sorry. I'm on like such a rant. So then I had a dream okay. last night. This oh, is what yeah. I wanted to tell you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I had and a, rant. I had a dream Never. that like we were all, all these people were trying to get tickets to this Michael Jackson concert. And I was like super conflicted about it because I was like, I don't, like he was still alive, first of all. Right. And I was like, I don't think I, I don't know if I should go, but like this is like, 
you could never get tickets to a Michael Jackson concert. And then you had to like stand in a line and get a ticket. And then like you didn't know it was going to be like random. Like you couldn't sit with people you knew. And like you just had to get a ticket. And like it was really weird. And the whole time I was kind of like, I don't know. Like I know this stuff about my. And it's like I kind of knew he was dead too, which is why it was weird that there yeah. was a concert. It was, it was just all my feelings about it, I think. Yeah, coming out. Like in a weird way where it was like I still want to like listen to his music or something but like I shouldn't you know like like that was maybe the conflict in my head or something I saw people post things like albums on their iTunes things and it was like delete albums it was like all of Michael's albums and then the delete I don't know if I can do that I don't know I'm I'm just trying not to think about it (laughs) like I I mean I don't know if I even have his albums on my thing but I'm just like it just makes me feel so weird like it is strange it's really strange how do we like how do you People, it's like, like everybody's been victimized. I mean, of obviously nobody's been victimized like the boys that he hurt or the people he hurt and families he hurt. But everybody is a fan, unless you're like hardcore against this and you think it's all fake, which there's a lot of people who do. Like yeah, Corey Feldman. And no, apparently Macaulay Corey Culkin. Feldman came around. Oh, he did. Yeah, and he was like. Oh, that's new. He said, you know what, because I guess he was a victim of abuse, but not from Michael Jackson. He was oh. older when he knew him, so Michael Jackson probably didn't, wasn't into him because he wasn't a little kid. Disgusting. So he, but he was like, oh, he was my friend, and I didn't have that experience with him. That's so what he I, said. Yeah, and then he's like, but I, then he came back, he's like, I'm sorry, I respect, like, whatever they say they went through, like, okay, legit. Because he, I think he just was like, wait a minute, Michael Jackson never molested me. And it was like, right. well... That doesn't mean you to molest other people. Like, right? <laughs> I'm like, Kevin Spacey never grabbed my ass. I'm just kidding. Right. Oh, my God. I wanted to. S- did you watch the Oprah thing, too? Of course I did. God, Oprah's <laughs> such a badass, dude. Well, and then the Oprah. I was also just so excited to see Oprah interview somebody again. I was like, yay. <laughs> I wanted oh, my God. To- this, this look up what the names of the this world is just you guys you guys <laughs> can we just stop all of this can everybody just stop being a fucking pedophile well, and, and then Oprah had an episode rapist where it was all full of men holding pictures of people who had hurt them when they were abused no it younger. was they were holding a picture of themselves I think when they oh, were younger the, right right oh, you're right not pictures of their abuser yeah I know <laughs> sorry they're yeah they're holding the picture of their seven-year-old kid or yeah. whoever they were when it happened to them and um and a bunch of them were there I think right yeah the, the whole audience. audience was like mostly people who had been through abuse at some point or some kind and uh god damn it okay you guys sorry we had to just like download on that because like that was just i feel like culturally especially i don't want to be like just for generation x but like generation x like that's like that was our like literally our childhood you know what i mean like michael jackson we kind of pretty much went along with him like our whole life yeah and it's just like such a larger than life big part of everything i don't know i'm just going off on a tangent oh man i just wanted to say that guys oh wade robson and james safechuck i was like it's wade and i couldn't remember his last name wade robson who is yeah he's one of my most favorite choreographers (laughs) like i love him and it was super interesting because the um person who made the movie read uh something read he said that uh, dan reed he said that um 
this was not a movie about Michael Jackson. This was a movie about Them. Wade Robson and yeah. James Safe Chuck, which I thought was and very important. And their families. And their families, because people were like, you didn't show the other side or the Jackson family's side. And he's like, this wasn't about their side. It's only about these two men and what they went through. And my question would be to people who don't believe it, like, why would you, why would you go on and, and do this? Like, Wade Robson, huge career, right? Why would you go He gains out? nothing. Nothing is gained. And one other guy said that. The other guy said that. He I mean, said, it actually hurts your, probably hurts your life. It is really hard to be out. I mean, if you look at, especially um, Safe Chuck in the Oprah thing, he looks, he looks really so, nervous. like, flushed out. But he even says that in the thing. He goes. He's not an he actor goes, after, anymore. After yeah. it's all done, said and done and, like, the publicity around this, he goes. I still have to live with this yeah. in my life. Yeah. Like, why would I make... And why would all their stories were, like, the same to you? And like, they, the stuff yeah. he did to yeah. them? And it wasn't so like it they was compared like, stories. Yeah. That was what Dan Reed did so well, was showing the patterns with the two boys. Oh, my God, so well. guys. And, like... Anyways. It's, um... Sorry, we just got like it's a huge upset. learning moment. I feel like for us because we are—I don't know if it's Generation X or what—but like, we want to trust and believe in these like uh, uh, pop stars, icons, and and like people aren't stars like that anymore. And they kept saying that too. Like it's that true. was a different kind of time. I mean, it's like if you go back to like Aretha Franklin. Like there are moments in history where people rose like way above. Yeah, and they were just like and they were phenomenal. It, yeah. yeah. So it's not quite that way now because we're so saturated no. and, with and fame. And now we also know everything about everybody's life live. all the time immediately. Like, it's live. It's yeah. like everything. So it's like they're, you're not even going to Going forward, I mean, I guess that might be a good thing. Going forward, we probably won't be surprised 40 years later about someone being an asshole. We'll find uh, out like the next day, you yeah. know what I mean? Or that day. Well, people are, or they'll show us while they're doing something bad. This is getting people to speak out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's good. And I feel like for parents, it's an educational moment. Like for me, I'm just like, I never thought about it that way. Like it'll be someone you trust. But I always thought it would be some, you know, sinister stranger. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so. you have to watch Abducted in Plain Sight so you can feel even like yuckier <gasps> about it. This is a good snack <laughs> book. I think we need to pause and chug some more Toblerone, which turned out to be a very it's, delicious snack, by the way. It's actually really good. It's it's like you need chocolate, get a Toblerone. I mean, that's the new slogan. If you weren't like pukey sick <laughs> on the all bench. the time, we could like chug some wine with it. We'll save one to chug <laughs> wine with later, like another day. Yeah, I'm not, not, I'm not having. I'm not sick. quite up to alcohol yet. Yeah, no, no, eventually. Not right now. <laughs> but we'll save one because it would be really good with red wine, don't you think? Oh, it would be this delicious. Chocolate, it's so good. Absolutely. Okay. okay, bye. In a world where people argue about movies, what are you doing? Talk, my announcer voice is our promo. Nobody wants to hear your announcer voice. What's wrong with my announcer voice? Everything is wrong with your announcer voice. A promo is supposed to be talking about what we do on the podcast, not whatever that was. Okay, so what do we do on the podcast then? We are a podcast about movies. I'm Shay. I'm Tyler. And this is Cinematically Correct. New episodes every Wednesday. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your your podcasts. Every week we swap movie choices. From obscure movies to popular films, nothing is safe from our heart takes. We've even been known to destroy a childhood classic or two. Reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, at CinematicallyC, and Facebook at Cinematically Correct. So you need to listen to us every Wednesday so you can decide if you are hashtag Team Shay or hashtag Blame Tyler. Wait, those are the same. I don't know what you're talking about. You have to give them more than one choice. I gave them two choices. That's not. The, it's the same choice. Th no, they're different. Th they're not the same.
Welcome to the Bench Write Club. The first rule of Write Club is you do not write about Write Club. The second rule of Write Club is you do not write about Write Club. Write Club. So everybody, it's Write Club. It's way overdue. February Write Club. <laughs> so it was like... The prompt was a, um, oh, God, do we have the prompt somewhere? Uh, no, I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, Sorry, somebody might have written it on there. Um, it was, but it was like an Aphrodite-inspired, because, of course, it was February, and then we got sick, and the plague hit, and then, like, we couldn't do it, so. Okay, so some it was something like Aphrodite, um, so you declare you'll never fall in love, and Aphrodite herself declares it a challenge, a personal challenge to like yes. make you fall in love. Essentially, that's, that's what it was. The gist of it, the most part. <laughs> exactly. I can find the actual. No, no, you don't thing. need to because that's literally what it is. Okay. That's what it is. All right, so we got. So we're gonna four submissions. Well, five technically, but we're gonna read four. Right, and, and it's only just because one person did two. So that's right, Brett. and that's great. Yes, write as much as you want. But we might not be able to read them all. And then after we do this, we have a new challenge for March coming up in one week. Because we're late, you guys must suffer. Yeah, so if you want to do it, you better like get on it. And like we're so, going to talk about that after this. Yes. But we'll do this first. Big opportunity. Huge. It's pretty fun. <laughs> all right. What else do you have to do? Live your life? Be busy? Work? No, you have to do the right club challenge. Okay. That's right. All right, so first submission, of course, is from Kayla, Kayla Trapeze, who we talk about all the time. She's our Sharpie. Our Sharpie. Um, so here is her submission. Okay. Doctor, can you help me? She looked at me quizzically as though I were a madwoman. I told her my story, that I had given up on love, especially with Valentine's coming, and me feeling lonely again. I got so fed up with it that in a fit of frustration, I actually shook my fist in the air and just accepted it verbally, loudly. I wasn't paying attention to where I was, and I suppose doing it outside of the Greek cultural center may not have been the best place to do it. But I was fed up. There were couples walking by holding hands, and I couldn't take it. So, here I am, in an acupuncturist's office, and no one else but me sees the tiny cupid arrows stuck in my body. Dozens of them. And I hear a voice in my head saying, be careful what you wish for. And I don't know how I know, but it's Aphrodite's voice. And all the doctor says to my story, I thought Cupid was Roman, not Greek. No help, <laughs> no sympathy, but at least no charge. As I start to leave, the nurse at the front desk smiles. Maybe I do have a chance after all. <laughs> You've done it again. I know. So sweet. I love this little story. The Greek Cultural Center. Like, that's amazing. I don't know. It, it How do you come up with this shit? Exactly in a place. I like it. Yeah. That And so everybody, like, as writers, it's so good when someone can put, like, one thing that puts you in a place. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, oh, like, where are we? And it's like the Greek Cultural Center. And you're like, okay, I know everything that's happening now. Like, yeah. you almost didn't even need I to picture, say much more because, like, I knew, like, like about the environment. You, you picture know? the person, the even the way she spelled, I was lonely uh, again. It's U-H-G-A-I-N. Mm -hmm. And I love that because it's just like, again, you know, not like, nor, like, it's just don't be afraid to do that. Like, I yeah. love, I love 
that. I it can't puts emphasis. have no more words. Great. It's awesome. Kayla. Job. As usual. I just can't wait to read Kayla's book. Okay. So right. this is a poem. Is right? it oh, a poem of? written by Brett Jordan, and it's called Aphrodite Smiles. So it's cool when people take like a different approach, like write a poem yeah. or like, you know, you don't always have to write a paragraph or yeah, you don't always have to write like, you know, a little story or something. You could write a poem or like, so just, just to put it out there and thanks Brett for doing that because it, it shows that there's so many ways you could take on the writing prompt. So alone, loud noises and cold nights, mean people doing mean things. I look to them and ask for love. They look at me with fear. I cry out in pain and fear. Apathy is their reply. Alone. I shall never love or be loved again. I will become hard. I will be a beast to all who approach me. I will show my teeth and bristle at any attention. I will run away and hide. They do not love me. Nor do I love them back. For once I knew love and now I only know hate for this world. The night comes. A van. A cage. A cold room. Bright lights, strange smells and sounds. People come and stare at me. I am angry. I am scared. I am alone. And then he came to me. I could see it in his eyes. He too was like me. Scared. Unable to love. Alone. And in recognizing our similarities, I breach my self-made contract and place my paw on the fence. He touches me. I feel your pain. You feel mine. And I dare myself. Together we know that in this world, we would never be alone again. Aphrodite smiled. Mm, that almost like made me cry right now. Oh, I know. A little bit the, when I was reading. I love it because <laughs> obviously because the, the way he did it, you don't really know it's a dog yeah. or a pet, at, you know, until it really gets. And like all the analogies of kind of being a trapped animal, it all makes sense to how you would feel if you were just like giving up on everything. And just alone and yeah. scared. Bristle at touch and all of that stuff works for a human and an animal. So then when it comes to I put my paw on the fence, you're just oh. like, oh my God. And oh. how many of us have fallen in love with our dogs? That is such, like, a, and that's such a, also, it's a, it's a cool other take on it. Because when yeah. you think of falling in love, you're always like, oh, romantic love yeah. or like whatever. And it's like falling in love with a dog is like the most Amazing. wonderful thing in the world. Yeah. And uh, Dogs can save you. They do. They do. Well, also, and maybe I've cats been, if you're a cat person. Also, I've been Pinteresting just dog things and showing them to Trisha, and they make me happy. She literally has puppy videos that she's yeah. showing me. I don't know. What are you going to do? you got to get out of character life. for you, but I like it. And also baby goats. Baby goats are really <laughs> cute. I don't know. Like sometimes They are cute. If you're like a hard person like me, like you need something to soften <laughs> you up. Soft. And that was it. Anyway, Brett, that was awesome. Sorry, I didn't mean to like start talking about Pinterest dogs, but I think you would also appreciate this. Maybe I'll share it with you too. Yeah, (laughs) you should share it with them. (laughs) It's Brett on Pinterest. I don't know. Thank you, Brett, for submitting and for submitting two, but we're just going to read one, but we liked your other one too. Okay. You read this one now because I just read that one. Okay. So this is from Brisky from the podcast Turn of Phrases. Brisky is, her podcast is so smart that I actually wrote that in a review I did for her show. I was like, this podcast will make you smarter. Like, yay. It's just so clever and I, I just love it. And so this is the first time Brisky has participated. Um, She, uh, I don't think she's in Right Club before. So thank you 
for coming in and no need to be nervous. So I'm going to read it. I yelled at the heavens for days. I declared my intent to never fall in love. I'd seen too many people in pain, their hearts feeling as if they'd been ripped out, stomped on, and put back in backwards and upside down. I'd seen the tears staining their cheeks, heard the sobs heave from their chest. I didn't want that pain. Not even a little bit. I should have cut my mouth shut. Aphrodite sent suitor after suitor. Cut me up at night with all the knocking. I couldn't get any work done because of all the potential partners she sent my way during the day. (laughs) After years of this, I was nearly at my wit's end. But then, one night, a different sound was heard from outside my door. A whimper. I opened the door that day. Two brown eyes stared back up at me. Aphrodite had one. I loved that puppy the moment I saw it. Yeah, another dog. I love it. I love it. So good, right? Like, did Brisky and Brett Brett, Jordan like (laughs) talk about this? No, it's funny. It's so okay. We all love dogs, right? Everybody, like, that's like maybe the most meaningful love in your life. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Now I've said some harsh things about love, but but you know because it's that it's you know what it is about the 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 pet the animal whether it's like I guess I don't know anything about cats, but like I can just speak about dogs. But it's like that. Where they love you no matter what. Yes. And they will just come and sit by you. Yesterday my daughter was crying and both the dogs came over to her and like sat on her and looked at her like, are you okay? Like they just, they just love you. And like all the time. And like when I get home lately, my dog like barks at me because he's just like, where were you? (laughs) Could she? Because she's there and he's like. I'm done with this. I'm like, wow, what's going on? And it's just like, he's just like, you've been gone. I don't understand what's happening. I'm like, oh my God, you're crazy. Anyway, it's just that love is like. I have a little leash. Risky. That was like so good. I mean, that's, I love, I love the, um, the reveals that everybody waits till the end to, to reveal that it's a dog suit. Cause you're like, perfect. you're always expecting it to be a romantic yeah. person love. Yeah. But, okay. Well, sorry. I have a Went sign a that I hang the dog leash on that says, I, one day I hope to love myself as much as my dog loves me or something Aww. to that effect. And it's true because. <laughs> You don't even love your your own person as much as your dog loves you. And as perfect as the dog thinks you are. Like you are, everything is oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah. Amazing. You know? Anyways. Watch okay. The Secret Life of Pets. Okay. Yes. Go. Am I reading this one? Yeah. This is oh. from Joe. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm just going to stare at the screen. I know. And like, like think silent. about I can read it if you want me to. No, I'll read it. And I so just forgot. Joe has a show called Things Joe Hates, but he doesn't hate our show, so... And this is, uh, I think his, his yeah. says, he even says hope, it. He's I all. hope to never be on his hate list. I'm no, just kidding. He likes the thing, he likes the hate that we hate or whatever. Yeah, I have like, a lot of hate inside rates, of me. He rates the hate like every week. It's actually, it's such a good show. And uh, the intro and then his banter with his, uh, I think it's his producer, but it's so, it's a good quick listen and uh, you guys will enjoy it if you like us. So things Joe hates. Um, yeah, not us. Okay. But not us. Love is a myth. I declared 100% certain of this. My experience left me with no other possibilities. So I adopted this as a mantra. Love is a myth. I began evangelizing this to those I met. Don't waste your time. Love is a myth. I will never fall in love. Dot, dot, dot. Again. Someone must have heard me and understood my wholehearted belief because she came into my life 
red hair, green eyes, like the colors of autumn, perfect sense of humor and perfect match. I could not have been more wrong. Can you scroll it? Oh, that's the end. Oh, that's the end. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The other one was <laughs> him saying he did. He had a sentence fragment, which you corrected as you read. And uh, and uh, yeah, three minutes. Exactly. Sorry, I'm all there's more, Trisha. Sorry, I like I like left that on like a like a cliffhanger because I thought I w- there was more to read. But no, it, was it was just it was perfect, um, actually. Him saying that that was exactly three minutes. So good job. Also, you stuck with the rules. Yeah. Thank you. Three minutes. We do not hate you, Joe. So that's good. Nope. So what was it? 150 to 200 words, three minutes. And yeah. So now let's. That was awesome. Thank you Sorry, so I feel much. Like I read it weird because I was like trying to you read didn't, more. You didn't though. Okay. I don't think you did. Um, you guys are amazing and we love getting your submissions. Even if we don't read them on the show, it's so fun to see everybody's different response to, to uh, the writing prompts in the different directions. So now, we are going to talk about March Right Club because, you know, we're in the middle of March already. Because it's March and we're, like, just a little bit behind. Uh, sorry, but St. Patrick's Day is we coming. Sick. And since we're going to be live on uh, Sunshine, uh, Sunshine Summit uh, 2019 this Saturday, as we said, at uh, 1.30 Pacific, um, we thought it would be a great opportunity to read your some of your submissions for March Right Club on the air, so to speak. So, um, yeah. So it's March. It's the day before. Well, we're going to be on there the day before St. Patrick's yep. Day. We love St. Patrick's Day. We do. Trisha's name is Patricia. She might as well be Patrick. I am pretty um, Irish. So, and I just have like a really Irish name and I look Irish, so we just play this song. has got lot. the red hair that so, Joe likes. <laughs> <laughs> don't have green eyes. Um, <laughs> so, we decided that we would do a limerick. A limerick. I can't even say it. A limerick. So, I didn't know that. Li- so, here's what I thought I always thought a limerick was an Irish thing. I did too. So, the funny thing is, I'll tell you quickly a tiny bit of history. So, there's a city named Limerick in the county of Limerick. It sounds like I'm writing one right now. I know, it does. Um, and so, there's a, it's a type of poem that people used to do, and then it would always end up, like, the refrain back and forth would be, will you come to Limerick, or will you not come to Limerick, or whatever. It was like, that really? was, like, part of the thing. It was like, you know, and it's kind of like a pub thing. Like, right. people would, like, make these things up. So, but I guess those that made it, like, famous actually were... English apparently because it was like I was reading about it and it was like it was popularized in the 19th century um, by some British folks so I'm not going to go Where's Limerick located? It's in Ireland. Oh it is? It okay. is in Ireland. Yeah so the okay. county of Limerick and the city of Limerick are in Ireland. Oh, Ireland. We should go there one day. I would like to go to Limerick. I didn't know that was a thing. I, I just want to say Limerick a lot because it's a fun Limerick. word to say. Um, so it's a form of verse. It's frequently humorous and rude. Naughty. Yeah. <laughs> Five lines. Um, and it's it's supposed to have a rhyme scheme of A-A-B-B-A, which means like the first two lines, the, what did I say? The second two lines and the last line. So um, I'll read one as an example. This is kind of like a weird one, but... Um, this is limerick a limerick. This is a limerick of unknown origin. So, I feel like I'm not talking okay. to the mic. Am I okay? It sounds good. Okay. Yeah. 
The limerick packs laughs anatomical into space that is quite economical. But the good ones I've seen so seldom are clean, and the clean ones so seldom are comical. So the way that it works, guys, uh, is the first two lines, the last word rhymes, and then the second, like, so it's anatomical, economical, and then the second are seen and clean, and then the last one is comical, goes back to, to rhyming. The, a. I wanted to explain this to you, because it's really... It's A-A-B-B-A. So I think what we'll do this week is put out examples of limericks. Yeah. Like, so you guys can kind of get a feel. I mean, Stuff like this is fun because it's like a challenge. Super fun. Sort of like doing like a haiku. Same thing. You're trying to get like the right amount of syllables. Yeah, yeah. And so. And you can spend more than three minutes, I think, on your limerick. You probably will have to to make it rhyme. Because like it's hard to think of. Three minutes would be super fast. And then it would be not as thought well thought they can so. be naughty and that actually makes it kind of you know you mean naughty but try to avoid a lot of swear words i don't know if we're supposed to swear on the live stream oh really i don't we know we should find out i'll find out but i feel like it's like she doesn't seem like she does that i'm looking at the ones that I'll are cut on that, here cut that out trisha cut that out no i'm just trying to find like another funny one to read there was an old man with a beard a funny old man with a beard he had a big beard, a great big old beard, that amusing old man with a beard. <laughs> well, that one was awesome. Well, that one just like... My daughter wrote that. She's yeah, eight. Yeah, I know. But so, I mean, like... Some She's of them all, knock, like, knock. Dumb. Well, who's there? She's like, uh, door. I'm like, door who? She's like, door opens. I'm like, that wasn't funny <laughs> at all. That seriously like sounded like something she would, she would do. It made me laugh, though. <laughs> You're like door opens no you're just like and then you get, it's just like silent yeah it's like ha, and i have ha, to ha. pretend to laugh i'm like <laughs> lecherous limericks the sea. i just There's looked some... up brood limericks um oh i've got one here here's one isaac asimov wasn't he like a um wasn't isaac asimov like a sci-fi writer kind of sounds don't know. familiar i don't Am know I making that up he did a book of 100 limericks there was a sweet girl of decatur who went to sea on a freighter. She was screwed by the master and utter disaster, but the crew all made up for it later. <laughs> that sounds bad. I know. It's kind of a little bit fucked up. So um, let's not make these like Me Too limericks. Let's yeah. make these like... <laughs> but like the dirty thing where it's like there wasn't a, someone from Nantucket to fuck it. Or what, I don't yeah. mean, I no, I, know I just that found one. one that was like, there was a young man from Bombay... Who shagged twenty chickens a day? He wouldn't stop fucking till they all started clucking. Then he'd eat all the eggs that they lay. It's disgusting. Yeah, maybe not disgusting. Let's challenge you to your like your highest self of rhyming and cleverness, and maybe not just grossness, but like lechery and ribaldry can be fun. Ribaldry, they can be fun. But let's not be like totally gross, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to put, you know what? I'm not going to put a restriction on your creativity because I do not want to be a censor. Um, there once was a man from Leeds who swallowed a packet of seeds. Within half an hour, his balls were a flower and his dick was covered with weeds. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> That's good. That's kind of funny, yeah. right? That's good. You did better. My Isaac Asimov one was kind of like scary. I'm all, oh no, I thought it was going to be funny. Okay, guys, so this limerick thing is like, I feel like I want to go home and write 100 limericks right now. (laughs) This is so fun. All right. So, yeah, that's. So, write a limerick. Any theme at all, or just like go for broke? Or should it be like St. Patrick y or. 
It doesn't need to be St. Patrick's Day. Just do something fun. But, I mean, if you are inspired by St. Patrick or, like, leprechauns or pots of gold or... (laughs) Rainbows. Rainbows. Tricks. Tricks. Lucky charms, I mean. (laughs) Tricks. My kids just had tricks and they're rainbow, too. So I was thinking... Her husband poured a bowl... Of tricks. Yes. And then a no. big bowl. No, and then Trisha turned him and said, Tricks are for kids. I'm like, we all laugh. It was like it's like old commercial joke from a long time ago. Can't help it. I had to say it. Know, it's like it dun, dun 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 dun. <laughs> dun dun. Exactly. Okay. Thank good. you. You have to finish it. So you guys, thank you so much for joining us for our very long rant about things ranging from being <laughs> sick to the downfall of Michael Jackson <laughs> and all of our childhood heroes to, um, you know, some really Good great Lord. writing by all of our Benchling Write Club members. Yes. To a new challenge yes. for a limerick. The limerick, write it this week. Get it to us by Friday the 15th. Um, <laughs> Can you make that rhyme? You're, you're on your way. I know. Almost <laughs> did. <laughs> we will only talk in limericks and it will week. be a gimmick. No. Okay, so... Um, we start at 1.30, so we need your stuff on that Saturday the 16th if you procrastinate at least by, like, 12. So no. So we have time. Not to, 12. Don't no. be sending them at 12. 10 a.m. 8 a.m. <laughs> 8 a.m. You heard it here first. Um, I don't know why I said that. I know. I'm Paul Trisha. That's going to be so Sorry. stressful for us. Just get it to us by Friday the 15th. Okay? Yeah. Please do. All right. Just email two girls, number two girls on a bench at gmail.com. And, and you if will you, have a live cast limerick. If you feel like writing a limerick review on oh. our iTunes page, that would be a fun challenge. If anyone does a limerick on our iTunes reviews, we will send you something. You will get a prize. You will get some fun a Bonnie stuff. Good prize. I can't do an Irish accent. So. Bonnie Good? Is yeah, I don't know. That's Scottish, I think. Oh, I'm all, I don't know Bonnie what that is. Good. Bonnie Good? Like, oh, no. Bonnie Good. Yes, yeah. you said Bunny. No, I was trying to do an accent. So oh. <laughs> whenever I do an accent, it falls into some sort of southern, except I don't even know how to do that accent. So it's like all I'm like, I'm speaking like someone from Ireland, except it sounds like like I'm not at all. I am a horrible with accents. Horrible. Oh my god, you just made me laugh so I much. I can't right do now. it. I cannot do it. I can't do it. Okay. So all right, everybody. Um, so um, 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 um. We will see you soon. Oh, Literally, wait. we'll see you. You can see us because we're going to be. That's right. And you can thing. be in the chat and send us questions and say hi and yeah. stuff. And we will. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, my gosh. Oh, so, yeah. Limerick on iTunes or a review would be great if you feel like writing a review. Just stretch your writing muscles. You know, write that review. Helps <laughs> get the word out. Helps people find our show. Uh, sharing. Share us with a friend and uh, social media. Two girls on a bench. Bring somebody new Twitter. to the limerick thing. Let's, yeah, let's let's get some new limerick writers. Bring a friend. There. Yeah, if you uh, Irish listeners, tag a new Come friend. Come on, uh, a new writer friend that you have. If you're in like the writers community on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, you can suggest a, a, a person to join the benchling group on Facebook that we have, or yeah. join it yourself. Come join us. Right. And um, yeah, Instagram, whatever. And uh, we'll keep an eye out for those. <laughs> Instagram, tags. whatever. Whatever. Whatever works. MySpace, you know. Uh, MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Let's just Friendster. It's cutting. All right. Enough already. You know the drill. All right. Keep writing. Keep snacking. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Like to see shows or baseball games or other events? Then you've got to check out our new sponsor, Seat Giant. Go to seatgiant.ca and use the code BENCH to get a 5% discount on your tickets. That's to music, sports, and other items. <laughs> yes, and other items. So that's Seat Giant, code BENCH, and the link will be in the show notes. Oh my god, I'll do that right now. Click, click, type, type, type. Look type, at that. Click. Happy customer saving Ooh. 5% with code BENCH. <laughs>